The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Split slate like we usually do on a Wednesday, six game early, seven game late. Hope everybody's Tuesday was fun. Coors Field was not electric, so sometimes that's not a bad thing, depending on what lineups you're playing out there. But uh, pitching was, as we said, it's a risky minefield of a day yesterday, and it's honestly probably worse today. It's bad today, really, really bad. Um, DraftKings doesn't have a 14 game all day slate if you want to mix and match a little. All in all, not too great, so we're going to break them down for you. Your totals, real quick. Mets, Reds, 9.5. Indians, Brewers, 8.5. Tigers, Rangers, 9.5. Pirates, White Sox, 9. Waiting on the total in the Marlins and the Cubs because the wind is blowing out in Wrigley. Angels, Rockies, 11.5. Houston, Oakland, 8.5. As you can tell, 8.5 and and above in every game with a couple 9s, 9.5s, and an 11.5. Lots of offense on the early slate. Pitching is hard to come by. One of those take your chances and run. We look at the late slate. You got Red Sox, Yankees at nine, Royals, Orioles nine and a half, Giants, Phillies nine, Mariners, Blue Jays nine. Again, all nines right out the gate. Then you got some pitching matchups: Braves, Rays eight, Nationals, Padres seven and a half, D-backs, Dodgers seven. Yet again, a low total out there in LA. So let's get at it. We got your early games, your six gamer, and we're led off with the top pitcher on the slate, Garrett Cole, thirteen thousand four hundred dollars. Okay. You guys are starting to see why, if you've been listening last season and all of this season, paying up for pitching has its perks, yes, because when they go off, it's great. Like uh, Paxton last night at 11000 was uh, tremendous, obviously a no-no, but he wasn't the high-priced guy. Kluber got beat up the night before Strasburg didn't come through. You know, Garrett Cole's last time out, he got you 60 points. He was worth it. it. They have to be big, and that's the thing is when you play a 7K or an 8K pitcher, they can be okay – and still get you in the money. If these guys don't pay off, you got to pray your punt bats pay off. And they do some days, or some days they don't. It just depends on the, the day, slate, and the lineups you can make. But that's why it can get really dicey up top. But Garrett Cole at 13-4 on this slate, if you're paying up for pitching, this is bar none the easiest option you have. Oakland is that pesky offense. You saw him last night against a guy like Lance McCullers. They can you know get you a little bit here and there, but uh, strikeout rate over 24%. 
is definitely a guy I'm going to get into. Uh, I'm not going to d- dig into Garrett Cole. We know what he's done. He's the best pitcher in baseball at this moment. Not like overall, but just for this year alone, he is the Cy Young Award winner um, after a month of the season. So Cole at 13-4 is a great choice against Oakland. Real quick, your weather for the day slate. I forgot to tell it to you. Detroit, Texas, it is blowing in from right field at 12 miles an hour. Chances of rain in Pittsburgh and Chicago. Chances of rain in Miami and Chicago. Also, wind blowing out to center at 17 miles an hour. Then Houston, Oakland blowing out to center at 12. After Garrett Cole, we have one more pitcher in the high price range. You got Carlos Carrasco at 11.5. Cookie has had a back problem, a stiff back his last couple starts, and it has shown in his results. And I have not found anywhere where they're saying his back is 100% fine because they said it was okay before his last start. It obviously was, wasn't. Uh, talked to some guys on Twitter that watch all the Indians games. You could tell his delivery was a little different as he was kind of hampering with the back. So that's one of those that if uh, you're in the Slack chat with us, we'll talk to it up to lock and everything. And if we see reports that he's fine or whatever, then good. But I just can't do it uh, with the chances of the back problems. He's in a completely different picture. When he's on, he could carve this Milwaukee team apart. They strike out a ton. They have a few little bit of power, as you can see. But uh, as a whole, he could he could just have his way with them at 11-5. So I'm not saying he's not in play. He's just not in play for me at this moment until more information comes out. So up, to, up top, it's Garrett Cole all by himself. That's where I'm going there. Now when you get down below, it gets a gigantic minefield. you got Francisco Lariano at 7800 bucks. He's that all-or-nothing type guy. He's in Texas with the wind blowing in from right field. It's still going to be nice and warm in the 80s, so the ball will fly. But Texas strikes out over 27% versus left-handed pitching. That is outstanding. Humongous strikeout rate. So if Lariano's not walking, guys, he's had he's shown the 20-plus point upside a few times this year. And you can get that at 7800 bucks. His ground ball rate's still fine. So far in the year, he's limited the hard contact. Texas does have a total of 4.9, which is very, very high. Lefty's 260, righty's 378. Beltre is back in town. So, yes, there are concerns, obviously, but there's going to be concerns with every pitcher on the slate outside of Cole and Carrasco even as a slight concern. So, Liriano at 78 does have some nice upside against Texas. You can look at a guy like uh, Junior Guerra at 63 versus Cleveland just based on price point alone because Garrett does have strikeout upside. He strikes out almost 22%. Cleveland strikes out to over 24%. It's obviously a GPP only because Cleveland bats, as quiet as they can be at times, they can also be very, very loud. You still don't know which ones are going to show up. They do have a 4.5 total, that which for this slate is on the lower half. That's why I kind of want to bring them up for the price point. Lefties do hit 336. Righties do hit 360. So there's a lot of risk with Junior Garrett. But, you know, day games after night games, check lineups. Again, while the Slack chat is a good tool because you might see some extra guys get days off that usually don't get things open up in lineups. A lot of things can be different, you know, as things develop on a day game after a night game or even just midweek games in general. So Junior Garrett shouldn't be completely crossed off the list, maybe half crossed off for now. But at 6300 bucks, he does give you the salary savings you're looking for because there's not a ton of them on this slate. If you want to take the gamble of using a pitcher in Coors Field, you saw John Gray was great last night. Even Andrew Heaney, for his price point, was not bad. But you got Tyler Anderson, who's been very, very, very good this year. Um, at home, he's been very good. He's averaging 13.6 points. Uh, an ERA of only three with a whip of 142. Uh, 14 Ks and 12 innings pitched. He's been really good of late, especially um, at 5900 bucks. Yes, it is the Angels you get who have tons of right-handed power. And it is in Coors Field. Yes, they do strike out over 20% of the time. He's got a swinging strike rate of over 12.5%. Uh, 
Good strikeout rate of 23.5%. They have the second highest total, as you'd expect, about 5.5. Lefty's 297, righty's only 314 versus Tyler Anderson. So it is insanely risky. No questioning that. But I'll be honest, I made a Garrett Cole-Tyler Anderson lineup for now, and it doesn't suck. Like, you can make it work. You just got to know what risk you're getting into bed with with Tyler Anderson, and it can be very, very uncomfortable. Last guy I want to mention to you here, and it's a gigantic risk as well, but it's big, sexy Bartolo Colon at 5,600. He's a guy I might pivot to to get off of Tyler Anderson. Again, we'll see how it goes, but for now I got Tyler in there. But Bartolo at 56, he's got that 14-point kind of floor. He can get beat up from time to time. He's had two bad starts out of his six or seven this year. Um, when you look at his home road, he's pitched better on the road than at home. The ballpark has gotten to him here. He's given up five homers in 17 and two-thirds innings. So extremely risky. Uh, but he's not giving up a ton of hits. That's the thing. He's giving up the long ball or he's okay. 5300 bucks, which ga- or 5600 Which gamble do you want to take? Texas strikes out about 20% of the time, but he has given up a lot of loud contact, especially in Texas. You got a Detroit team, though, with only a total of 4.6. You know, it sounds high, but for this slate, it's not that bad. Lefty's 354, righty's 350. He's in play at 56. It's a scary in play, so I just wanted to bring him up. So you got Cole up top by himself, and then down below, I got Lariano 1, Tyler Anderson 2, Bartolo Colon 3, Junior Guerra 4. Guerra and Cologne is just a price points difference. If you can pay up for Guerra, technically might be a little better, but that Cleveland offense is a lot, lot better than Detroit. So that's why Cologne might be three with price point and matchup. So again, Cole up top, Lariano one, Anderson two, and you got Guerra and Bartolo. It is nasty, but join the Slack chat. Come check it out because we'll be breaking it down off and on. As, as guys ask questions, we keep talking. Otherwise, I got work during the day, so I'm not going to sit there and just type for days, but we got a lot we can do in that slack. Let's check out the bats in this matchup. Uh, if the game does play in Chicago, you got JT Real Muto at 3,900 versus Quintana. Wind blowing out. Uh, right-handed bat versus Quintana. We know we can take advantage of that. Uh, lefty, 261, but righty's 333 on the year versus Quintana. So Real Muto could be a good GPP option. The right-handed bats with the, the Cubs are definitely on play. Contreras was out yesterday. If he's back today at 37, could be worth a look for you there. Um, you got Chris Ionetta and Coors at 34. Really disappointing. He didn't play yesterday, but he's there. You got the Tigers catchers and Hicks and McCann as options. Chirinos at 32 versus Lariano. Because if you are targeting Lariano, you're looking at lefties 260s, righties 378. So Chirinos at uh, his price tag at 3200 Very much worth a look for you there. And a small slate like this, don't be afraid to put a guy up against one of your uh, pitchers either. Martin Maldonado in Coors, only 3K versus Anderson. Maldonado does hit lefties really, really well, so it's a nice, cheap catcher in Coors. Uh, Walters for Colorado is only 2,900 versus Berea. Another nice, cheapy there to take a stab at. And then Caratini, I know I saw him last night. Where'd he go? Vic Caratini, if he plays for Chicago, he's first base catcher eligible, 2,900. He was batting fifth yesterday. He's a nice cheapy in that matchup as well but watch the weather but yeah good matchup there first base you got edwin at 45 let us down yesterday rizzo hits lefties just fine he's 44 but you go to coors you got Pujols and Marte at 44 and 43 um you go down a little farther the white Sox tight uh white Sox pirates game was quite interesting yesterday not what anybody was really thinking of but when you're looking at the White Sox bat versus Trevor Williams, 4-5 total, lefties 307, righties 340. It's a massive revert split. So a guy that's always overlooked is Jose Abreu at 41. He can be a very, very contrarian play 
on this slate. If Yonder Alonso gets to start, he's only 38 for Junior Guerra. That's a nice cheaper option in that matchup. Indeed. Um, farther down you go, you got guys like Josh Bell at 33 versus Lopez. Bell had a good game on Tuesday. Pirates team totals 4-5. Lefties 379. Righties 322. Uh, so Bell at 33 could be a nice cheapie. Like a Bell, Polanco, Dickerson. Nice cheap angle if you want to get some coolers with it. I don't mind it. Um, Victor Martinez, 3,200 versus Bartolo Colon if you want a really cheap punt. And then Marvin Gonzalez at 32 versus Daniel Mengden's another cheapie I can get behind. So there are some cheap options at first that don't suck tonight. But overall, it is what it is. Second base, Altuve at 48. Got LeMahieu and Coors at 45. Uh, Kinsler and Cozart and Coors as well. Then you go down to guys like um, Jason Kipnis, 37 versus Guerra. Adam Frazier for Pittsburgh's 33 versus Lopez. Like both of those as cheaper options. Other than that, there's not a ton to really like down here until Linus Crown. Maybe a Dixon Machado at 27 versus Bartolo. Third base, you got Arenado, of course, at 56. Chris Bryant versus Chen at 52 is not horrible at all. Jose Ramirez at 49. Save some money on those top two guys. Garrett is a very good look, too. Um, Matt Davidson at 39 could have a good day against Williams with those reverse splits. A guy I do like in this mid-range at 3800 bucks is Heimer Condelario against Bartolo Colon. Good game on Tuesday. Kids have been swinging a really good bat this year. Power and just average in general. Um, a little farther down you go. After Condelario, you got guys like Bregman at 35. But Beltre versus Liriano at 34 if you're not using Liriano. That's a solid look. Gilmer Sanchez at 33 is nice and cheap. Colin Moran at 32. Another cheapie you can look at. Uh, Brian Anderson from Miami at 32 versus Quintana. So obviously some cheap options on some of these positions for you. Let's go over to the shortstop position. You got guys like uh, Francisco Lindor at 51 went deep again yesterday. The guys keeps crushing baseballs. Anderson Simmons at 48. There's Tyler Anderson. Don't hate that either. You know, Correa's story. Always good options there. Farther down you go, though, like Francisco Lindor. Or not Francisco. No, I talked about him. Jerks and Profar. 3,300 went deep yesterday. Switch hitter versus Lariano. Could be in play for you for sure at 33. And then maybe like a Sean Rodriguez at 28. Super cheap. Not ideal. Jose Iglesias at 27. Miguel Rojas at 26. Those are a couple cheap shortstops you could look at on their matchups. Outfield, you got Trout, of course. Blackman against Berea is a great call at 55. Um, Upton in Coors at 48. Springer, of course, went had another big game on Tuesday. Just keeps crushing baseballs. He's hot, hot, hot. Like Michael Brantley at 44 versus um, for uh, Junior Guerra. Got Castellanos versus Colonna at 43. Don't hate that either, so those are good options. Corey Dickerson, a good Tuesday night. He's 4,100. He's been having a good few weeks here. He's very streaky, so ride it while you can. Uh, Delano the Shields leading off versus Liriano at 4K could get on and run. So definite options there. Uh, you know, a little farther, like Polanco at 37 versus Lopez uh, is in play. Ian Happ versus Chen switch hitting at 36. That wind blowing out could definitely be in play. A nice cheap Coors piece is Gerardo Parr is only 3,600 versus Berea. He's a guy you can take a look at there to get a nice cheap piece of the action, especially because he usually gets in the middle of that order. Got Albert Amora Jr. at 3,400 could be in play for you. Um, Josh Reddick, 34 versus Mengden. You know, Nicky Delmonico, 31. Marvin Gonzalez, 32. Already mentioned them. Those are some of the guys you could look at and see what else pans out as the lineups come your way. But uh, let's recap the pitching real quick on the six game slate and then get to the evening of action. You got Garrett Cole up top at 13 4. You got, uh, and then down below, I got Liriana 1, 
Tim Anderson two, Bartolo three, Junior Guerra four. Uh, not the most ideal looking slate for pitching, but hey, evening isn't much better. Before we get to that seven game evening slate, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft.com, Draft in your app store. Great new way to play fantasy sports. You, you snake style draft, you draft in under five minutes, you get paid out the next day. Tons and tons of fun. I love playing it. When you make your first deposit on draft, use promo code SD Sports and you get entry into a free $3 tournament. They have baseball, basketball, hockey, football, the works. If you're into football, they're doing best ball drafts 10 man, 12 man, I think a couple others, all kinds of price ranges. The rookie class is already imported. So tons and tons of fun. It's a great format, great interactive app. Uh, I love it. Absolutely love playing it. When you make your first deposit again, use promo code SD Sports at checkout and you get entry into a free $3 tournament. So it is a blast. I highly, highly recommend checking it out. Now let's get to your 10 game evening slate where we got some interesting pitching options again. There's three guys over 10K. It's only one I'm really looking at and I don't like really any of them. You got Patrick Corbin at 13 3 at the Dodgers. Corbin's pitched really well against them of late. His last couple starts, though, has not been 13 3 worthy. Against the Dodgers, they have been this year, and that's where I'm kind of looking at. And on this slate, he does stand out near the top. They have a 3.6 total. It's the th- tied for second lowest on the slate. Lefty's 264, righty's 322. Dodgers have a horrific Woba and a horrific ISO versus lefties. They've really, really struggled versus left handed pitching. They strike out over 22% of the time. Corbin's in a really good spot here at 13 3. It might be hard for him to reach that value, but we've also seen him throw up a handful of 30 plus and a couple 40 plus point nights. So Corbin at 13 3, if you're paying up, is in play for you up there by himself. Uh, Gio Gonzalez, it's just hard for me to pay that 11 for price tag. Yes, San Diego strikes out a boatload. They strike out almost 26% of the time. Uh, Gio striking out about 23%, big ground ball guy. I get it all. If you want to go Gio, you can. They have a 3 6 total, just like the Dodgers. So you can save 1900 bucks, get the same team total. If that's the kind of way you break it down, there's what you got. The other guy above uh, 10K is Rick Porcello at the Yankees. Rick Porcello is having a great, great year. Uh, in Yankee Stadium, that's a different animal. That's just a tough one to pay for. Severino was one thing against Boston, but uh, I definitely didn't like Drew Pomeranz. Uh, the Yankees, he shut the Yankees down. Seven shutout innings, six Ks. Uh, Porcello's been good. Uh, 25 since since August 7th. 25, 30, 25-3, 24-2, 19-1, 29-1. He's been very, very good. So if you want to be GPP contrarian, I get it because the Yankees do strike out a ton, over 24% strikeouts. Uh, he's striking out 21.4%, good ground ball rate. Gives up a bunch of hard contact, and that's just scary. That He shut him out the first time, which was great. It's all fine and dandy. They do have a team total of 4.93. It's the highest on the evening slate. So the highest evening slate total is a $10,800 pitcher. Lefty's 345, righty's 310. GPPs, I can understand Rick Porcello. Cash, not a chance. Not a chance at all. So up top, I got Pat Corbin by himself. And if you want to gamble on Rick, knock yourself out. It goes from 10-8 with Rick Porcello all the way down to Julio Tejeron at $8,900. And he's in play. A, because the slates is not good. And B, he's pitched really well of late. 29.4 at the Mets. He got beat up at Philly. But then at against the Mets, 24-8 against Philly, 28-7. He had an 18-1 against Washington. He's really figured it out of late. He's outside of SunTrust Park. It's something we really, really got to get behind. He's been better on the road. A 2-8-1 ERA with a 106 whip. 15 Ks and 16 innings pitched. A lot to like there. Uh, with his uh, home road splits. The BABIP, or batting average, yeah, is only a buck sixty four on the road. Batting average, not BABIP. So, lots to like there when it comes to Julio Tejeron, which is hard for me to say because I'm not the biggest Tejeron guy. 
Tampa Bay strikes out 22% of the time. They just have a fluttering offense. So something you can definitely pick on. A 399 total is the uh, fourth or fifth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 359, righty's 291. Got a lot of righties in that lineup that can do damage. Most of the lefties aren't the big damage guys to look out for there. So Tehran 89 is in play. I'm afraid it's going to be Chalk Tehran, and I don't like Chalk Tehran, so we're going to keep an eye on that one. After that, you got guys like Alex Wood, guy I usually don't like, but again, on this slate, he dictates he can, he's in play. He's 2600 bucks. He faced this Arizona team his last time out, five innings, one earned, six, uh, eight Ks. The Ks are usually there. You still don't know how many pitches, 96, 85, 96, 77, uh, 76, 89, 90. He's not going to go super deep. That's what I suck. So that's what sucks about him. But he used to always be priced a lot higher. 76, I can play that gamble. We play 76 with Walker Buehler going 90. Alex Wood can get you that production. Arizona strikes out almost 27% of the time versus left-handed pitching. He's got a ground ball rate of almost 53%. His swinging strike, his K rate, his hard contact. Alex Wood's peripherals look great. He just doesn't go deep into games, and that's what sucks. But overall, everything's outstanding. They have the lowest total on the slate at 3.4. Lefty's 271. Righty's 280. I have no problem if you want some A.J. Pollock, Chris Owens. We, we talked about in the Slack chat yesterday. We started opening up going more to, hey, let's pick on Hill. And we started looking at Owens is cheap. We talked about it. They both went deep. Little things like that that, you know, when we're doing this first look in the morning with quick hits, you don't get to see as much. Uh, but as lineups come out and you see how things shape up, we break it down even more. This is our, your building block to help with your lineups. But uh, so Wood could be in play. Definitely could be in play at 7,600. After that, you look a little farther. Like Joey Lucchesi has had a couple rough starts here. He's 7,200 bucks. But uh, overall, a really good season on this slate against a Washington team with a total of, I believe it's 3.6. No, 3.99. Or no, 3.9. Uh, lefty's 2.48. Righty's 3.54. There are some damaging bats in Washington. No questions asked there. But Lucchesi's got good stuff. They strike out 24% of the time versus lefties. He's in play at 7,200. I'd probably try to go up to Wood instead of Lucchesi if you can. But that's where I'm looking. And then if you go, uh, so in that mid-tier range, you got Tehran 1, Wood 2, Lucchesi 3. And then down below, Chris Stratton at 5,900. The Philly bats are alive. We've seen it in the last few days. Stratton's pitched really, really well. His one bad start really was two days after his wife had a baby. So really, we don't know where he's been. He went bounced back in Atlanta. Six innings, three earned, six Ks. He's getting you five or more Ks in most starts this year. Um, he's pitched amazing on the road at home, 6.8 points per game. On the road, 20.3. He's been much, much better on the road. Um, a buck 89 batting average allowed on the road. A lot to like there with Chris Stratton at 5,900. And Philly strikes out 27% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So Stratton at 5,900 could give up some runs like he did his last start in Atlanta and still get you the strikeouts to get you the points. So I like him at 5,900. And then if you really want to take a punt, Seattle definitely has some power versus lefties. There's no questions about it. But you can get Jaime Garcia at 5,500. Yeah, he struggled a bit of late. There's no sugarcoating that. He's been much, much better on the at home than on the road. Uh, Seattle might, after that no-no last night, who knows what they partied. Probably not much. They're professionals, but you never know. Uh, it's just a punt play at 5,500 is what, the, what it is. When you talk about Jaime Garcia, uh, Seattle strikes out 19% of the time versus lefties. He's got a ground ball rate, though, at 53%. A great swinging strike rate, so a lot to like there. And a team total of only 4.4, lefties 284, righties 345. It's not the highest total for that price range. So definitely someone you can take a look at if you're in that department. So down below, i got Stratton 1, Garcia 2. So you're pitching under 7-game man. you got Corbin by himself up top. Then in the middle, you got Tehran, Wood, Lucchesi. 
And then down below, you got Stratton and Jaime Garcia. Let's take a look at your bats and send you on your way. At the catcher's position, you got El Gary. He's always worth a look if you have to. We got Salvi Perez, 3,700 against Andrew Trashner. So definitely something to keep an eye on there. Your Royals should have a total of 4.6. Lefties, 346, righties, 346 off of Kashner. Um, you go a little farther, maybe Hundley gets a start versus Pavetta, but I doubt I wouldn't pay that much for him. Got Kurt Suzuki, 3,500. You're going to get a bullpen game by the Tampa Bay Rays. So something to keep in mind there. You go down a little farther. You got guys like. Um, uh, what you would call it? He has Monty Grandal can switch hit, but Mike Zunino, 3,300 versus Jaime Garcia. Could be a play. Russell Martin at 31 versus LeBlanc. Toronto bats very much alive against LeBlanc today. Um, a little farther down, like John Murphy for Arizona at 2,900 if he gets a start against Alex Wood. Could be in play. But my favorite is you just go all the way down if you want to save money. If he gets a zero, he gets a zero. But we talked about him on the Slack chat yesterday as a cheap catcher. He went deep. He does hit lefties well if he's in the lineup. For the Kansas City, or for the Baltimore Orioles against Eric Scoglin. The Orioles have a four nine total, second highest on the slate. Lefties three sixty six, righties three seventy three off Scoglin. Caleb Joseph, everybody, twenty four hundred dollars is a guy to definitely circle as a punt. If he gets a zero, he gets a zero, but he's got tremendous upside in that matchup. First base position, yes, Freeman at fifty three is definitely worth a look there. Goldie at forty three, he just can't get off the Schneid, man. Can't get off the schneid. He finally got a hit last night. His first hit of May. Thank God. But, man, he's struggling. But maybe that's just what you needed to wake him up. He's 4,300. You go down some more, though. you got a guy like Mitchie Twobags at 4,100 versus Tanaka. Could be a very intriguing play in that match. We know Tanaka can't let the ball get elevated. Brandon Belt, the 4K, continues to be worth a look. But one of my guys I like, there's a lot of 3K-ish type guys, middle 3K, high 3K guys. Ryan Healy at 38 versus Jaime Garcia, if you're not using him as a pitcher. He's been showing a ton of power. Hits righties really, really well. He's not a bad look at 3,800 if you're trying to save some cash. Carlos Santana is heating up. He's 3,800 versus Stratton if you're going that direction. Uh, Trey Mancini versus the lefty Scotland at 36. He's first base outfield eligible. Justin Smoke switch hits and hits just fine with a ton of power versus righties. He's 3,500. So another guy you can look at versus LeBlanc in that matchup. Another cheap piece of the pie at 35. Uh, Lucas Duda versus Trashner at 34 is in play. Brad Miller at 31 versus Teheron. If you're not going to use Teheron, Brad Miller at 31 could be in play as well. Second base, Ozzy Albies at 52 is always very nice. Uh, Cesar Hernandez at 4K, not bad either. I don't even hate Whit Merrifield at 43 versus Kashner. More of a stack piece than a a one-off, but he's there. Robbie Cano does hit lefties. He's 38. Don't get scared off by that. Uh, Jonathan Scope is back. He's hit cleanup yesterday. If he's clean up again tonight at 35 or Scoglin, he could definitely be worth a look. So there is value to be had here if you need to pay up for pitching. There's no question about that. Lourdes Gurriel, 3K versus LeBlanc. He's in play. Alan Hansen, 3K versus Pavetta in play as well. So definitely some options and some more that will open up later. Third base, you got Josh Donaldson versus LeBlanc. I love it at 4800 bucks. Then you got Christian Villanueva for San Diego. All he does is destroy left-handed pitching. He's 4200 versus Gio Gonzalez. Yeah, Mr. Mustak is at 41, coming off a double dog night, 37 drafting points. He's just having a tremendous year, uh, and people didn't want to sign this guy. He's 4100 bucks. So the third base position is locked and loaded. You got Rendon versus the Chessie. You got Solarte versus LeBlanc. But man, those top three are just outstanding. Uh, GPP wise, Devers at 39 versus Tanaka can be very different for you there. 
You go down a little farther, you got like Miguel Andalhar at 36, Kyle Seeger at 35 are options as well. Even farther down, maybe a Scott Kingry at 33. You got Danny Valencia versus lefty yet again. He went deep yesterday, not off the lefty, more off the bullpen. But he's 3,100 versus Scotland, so a very nice value play there. If Yaman Kamara goes in the line of third base shortstop, he's 31 as well. So definitely some cheapies down here on all the positions, but uh, just get an idea of how this slate's going to pan out for you. Shortstop, Machado, 4,900. Yes for Scotland. Yes, 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 yes. Love it. Uh, Turner versus Chessie at 47 is okay. Uh, Didi at 45 is in play. Gene Segura at 4K versus lefty. I like that quite a bit. You go down a little farther. After Machado and Gene and some DD, you get like Brandon Crawford at 33. He's worth a look. Camargo mentioned him at 31. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel mentioned him at 3K earlier. All options on this slate. And then you got Kiki Hernandez, second base shortstop eligible versus a lefty at 3K. He'll get mentioned a ton today. And then Alan Hansen at 3K. Nick Ahmed at 3K. Definite punt options for you there. Then outfield, you got Mookie Betts at 58. I like that for GPPs. Uh, same with Aaron Judge at 55. But A.J. Pollock at 51, that's one of the guys we circled with Owings yesterday in the Slack chat. He had a nice night. Uh, 5,100, very much in play again today. Stanton doubled on yesterday. He's 49. Yeah, Acuna Jr. at 47 went deep again yesterday. Matt Adams, I don't really want to target him versus the Chessie, but he's, he's hitting the baseball. Got Mitch Hanniger at 44, definitely worth a look. Nelson Cruz versus lefty at 42. He's better at home versus lefties, but versus lefties always in play. Odubel Herrera at 41, he's been hot. He's very, very streaky, so ride that wave. Teoscar Hernandez, 4K versus LeBlanc, I like that a ton. Same with Jorge Soler versus Cashner at 4K, both really solid looks for you there. A little farther down, you got like Nick Marquez at 39, swinging a good stick versus Yarborough and the bullpen in Tampa Bay. Uh, Howie Kendrick versus lefty at 37 is not bad, but like Adam Jones and Trey Mancini, both 3,600 for Baltimore against Scotland. I like those quite a bit in that matchup. So hope some of you got that off there versus a lefty love as he hit a bomb yesterday hitting cleanup. That was a good one. Uh, you got Margot at 34 versus Geo could be in play. Perel at 32 if you're looking for the punts. Uh, Matt Kemp at 32 versus Corbin for a punt. Not the greatest punts in the world. Like there's better positions to punt today than the outfield looks like. But uh, check your lineups and see what else comes out at the cheaper outfield spots. But it looks like it'll be punting elsewhere besides the outfield. So there you have it, your seven-game slate in the books. Let's recap your pitching. Corbin up top. In the middle, you got two, Tehran, Wood, and Lucchesi. Down below, you got Stratton and Jaime Garcia. So six games uh, early, seven-game late. The weather looks great for the, the seven-game slate. Not a ton to worry about there. Uh, let's check out the BVP real quick, and then we'll get you on your way. For Cleveland, Milwaukee, Lorenzo Cain, 11 for 32 with a triple versus Carlos Carrasco. Uh, Adrian Beltre, 11 for 35 with four doubles and a homer versus Francisco Liriano. Overall, they haven't hit him that hard, which is impressive. Victor Martinez, 6 for 22 with two doubles and a homer versus Bartolo. Uh, ben Zobers, 15 for 43 with three doubles and a homer versus Wee and Chintz, a 350 average and a good sample size. Uh, da, 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 da. Jonathan Lucroy, 9 for 21, two doubles off of Cole. I'm not looking to target Cole. Carlos Correa, 5 for 10 with a double and a homer off Mengden. Altuve, 7 for 14 with a double and a homer off Mengden. Brett Gardner, 14 for 49, three doubles, two homers off Porcello. J.D. Martinez, 7 for 12, two doubles and three homers versus Tanaka. That is some small sample, but very, very impressive VVP. Very impressive. Wow. That is outstanding. Keep him in mind, I guess. Wow. 
Um, Donaldson, four for nine, two homers off LeBlanc. I told you I love Donaldson. Smoke, two for two with two homers. Smoke's only 3,500. Uh, Russell Martin, four for nine with a double. So some cheapies there. Ryan Healy, three for six, two doubles off Jaime. Denard Span, 13 for 35, two doubles, two triples, and a homer off of Tehran. Wilson Ramos and Carlos Gomez are taking him deep as well. Eric Hosmer, five for seven, two homers off Geo. He's a cheap contrarian play if you need him. Uh, Freddie Galvis, 11 for 42, two doubles, two homers as well. Matt Kemp, six for 24 doubles. Austin Barnes is taking Corbin deep twice. Steven Souza, two for six, two homers off Alex Wood. AJ Pollock, we love him, nine for 21, three doubles, two homers. Goldschmidt's taking him deep three times. So Alex Wood, you know, low average, but it's giving up some big time power. As a team, the D-backs have nine home runs off of Alex Wood. So something to keep in mind there. But there you have it. Quick hits in the books for your Wednesday edition. Check us out on Twitter at thesportsdgens, thesportsdgens.com. You got the always pressing PGA DFS podcast previewing the Players Championship out there. Go check that out. You got uh, Jesse's uh, DFS preview of the players as well. The OAD picks will be out later today and much, much more. Go check out Bench with Bubba episode 92 with Andy Singleton. Great stuff there talking about injuries and other players and targeting comparisons. Lots and lots to go off of on that one. So go check it all out. Go check out Draft, a great new way to play fantasy sports. And use promo code SD Sports when you make your first deposit for entry into a free $3 tournament. Check us out in the Slack chat for all the help you need to, to build your lines as we get closer to lock. But good luck on your Wednesday, May 9th edition. Six game early, seven game slate. I'm out.